everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now from Washington, D.C. Welcome to the 2020 Republican National Convention. Tonight, celebrating America as the land of promise. Americans have a choice. We can go down a dark road of chaos and government control, or we can choose the path of freedom and opportunity that was paved by those who sacrificed everything to preserve the American dream for future generations. My hope for America is that formerly incarcerated people will be afforded the opportunity to take advantage of the fact that we live in a nation of second chances. I'm supporting President Trump because he believes, as I do, that a strong America cannot fight endless wars. We must continue to support our Commander-in-Chief, who has a bold agenda that safeguards the rights and freedoms protected under our Constitution. Do you want economic health, prosperity, opportunity, and optimism? Or do you want to turn back to the dark days of stagnation, recession, and pessimism? They believe the only path forward is to erase history and forget the past. They want to destroy the monuments of our forefathers. They want to disrespect our flag, burn the stars and stripes that represent patriotism. The fabric of our nation is in peril. Daily, the radical left systematically chisels away at the freedoms we cherish. This is a fight for freedom versus oppression, for opportunity versus stagnation, a fight to keep America true to America. President Trump is the first president in a generation to seek to end war rather than start one. He's a tough, no-nonsense outsider who can't be bought or intimidated. My father will fight for you. It is in times like this that we will look back and tell our grandchildren that through kindness and compassion, strength and determination, we were able to restore the promise of our future. In America, your life is yours to chart. So if you're hearing these things and thinking to yourself, that is the kind of country that I want to live in. Well, whether you realize it or not, you are a Trump supporter. To me, that was the line of the night. That was a line. That was the line that's making every single independent second guess their decision to vote for Joe Biden. That's making a lot of Democrats think, yeah, you know what? Maybe they don't have anything to offer me over there on the left. And that's making the media and the Democrats in Washington it's making their heads explode yet again. If these are the ideals that you think sound pretty good, if you like what you hear, then whether you know it or not, you are a Trump for every American wants the don't we all want that don't we all want the freedoms from oppression don't we all want to remember our history don't we all want to feel patriotism and and don't we all want to be emboldened by our by the by the historic uh you know forefathers who came before us and paved this this uh, this great you know a road to to prosperity and and freedom and liberty don't we want all of that don't we want an economy that is strong and bolsters entrepreneurism uh, entrepreneurism and success don't we want to all make more money and feel safer and raise our families in a in a country where every one man is created equal? I mean, the, to me, yes, it would be the answer. And if it's not the answer, then you've got serious issues. But that's Tiffany Trump, who may be now. I mean, maybe my my favorite Trump, if not top three favorite Trumps. And there's a lot of Trumps. There's a lot of Trumps when it comes to I mean, and, and this that's what I'm realizing during this RNC, that there are so many Trumps in this world and for whatever reason, all of them speak really well. All of them are pretty good looking. All of them seem to have their stuff together. And that's not just, you know, that's not something you see in a lot of political families. 
Take, for example, I don't know, the Bidens. By the way, Joe Biden, again, I don't understand this. Oh, by the way, it's Mark Kay. Uh, this is the Mark Kay Show. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045 is our number. And it is whatever you want Wednesday. And we will get to your phone calls, I promise. Whatever you want to talk about, we're going to talk about. If it's the convention day two, great. If it's the day, convention day one because you weren't able to get through yesterday, fine. If it has nothing to do with the conventions, if you want to talk about hydroxychloroquine or it being National Dog Day or, you know, if you want to give us a recipe for, you know, your, for spam, what, it's, it's whatever you want Wednesday. So you can call and you can leave us an open mic message and we will get that on the air ASAP. But before we do, I want to, I want to pinpoint Joe Biden. I got to tell you, this RNC, I don't know. This is making Joe Biden look horrible, not because of what's being said by all of the people coming out by by by, you know, Eric Trump and Tiffany Trump and Melania Trump, not because of the attacks from these uh, everyday American citizens who are saying Donald Trump saved our farms. Donald Trump saved my my fishing business. I'm a lobsterman. I'm a lobsterman in Maine. He was one of my favorites just because he sounded like Mark Wahlberg. But he also talked about how Donald Trump understands the intricacies of these small businesses that keep America going and growing. And Joe Biden and everyone's ripping on Joe Biden. The cops are ripping on Joe Biden. The criminals are ripping on Joe Biden. Everybody's sitting there going, Joe Biden is going to destroy this country. Donald Trump is the man that can and will protect it. And I'm thinking to myself, if I were Joe Biden, you know what I would be doing? I would be out there fighting back. I mean, doesn't that make sense? That's what Donald Trump did last week during the DNC when Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and Hillary Obama. No, that's wrong. Hillary Clinton. Uh, They all kind of they're all blended into one. I get Hillary Obama, Bill Clinton, Michelle, whatever. Uh, the Chelsea is in there somewhere, too. They're all come out on stage and they're just ripping Donald Trump to sheds, uh, shreds. Kamala Harris. Same thing, too. Just ripping the president to shreds. And what does the president do? Does he sit back in the Oval Office and say, well, this is their week. I'm not going to say a word. No. <laughs> He's like, fire up the plane, boys. We're going to Wisconsin. We're going to Pennsylvania. Fire it up. Boy. Get me on Air Force. You know what? Before we leave on Air Force One, I'm going to do a chopper talk. I'm going to talk to the people on the chopper before we get on the chopper. Donald Trump was tweeting. He was calling into Fox News. He was doing interviews. He was doing everything he could to fight back. Donald Trump fights back. Joe Biden does not. And that should be upsetting to you. If you're a Democrat, and I don't know how many there are listening, if you're a Democrat and you're listening to this, just know that your guy who wants to be president is not a fighter. Your guy who wants to be president and fight for you is not the kind of guy that you can trust to fight for you. In fact, he tweeted out, or whoever runs Joe Biden's Twitter, I don't I mean and clearly it's not him because all the words are spelled properly uh but he wrote back he wrote he tweeted out today about an hour ago i promise you that as president i will protect america i will protect you and your family i will defend our nation from threats seen and unseen it's the least of what we should expect from an american president that line is true the least that we should expect from an american president is someone who will protect us from things that are seen and unseen But as far as fighting for me and my family, Joe Biden doesn't even fight for himself and his own family. Joe Biden hasn't left Wilmington, Delaware. He hasn't gone to where the battles are. He hasn't seen what's happening in Iowa when Del Recho hit and all the people in Iowa lost their farms. He doesn't know what's going on in Wisconsin and Kenosha, I guarantee. And if he does, well, he's definitely not going to go there to solve the problem. He's not going to leave the safety and sanctity of his bunker. And here he's being attacked. His son is being attacked. When was the last time Joe Biden stood up and spoke positively about Hunter Biden, said these attacks on my son are not true? When was the last time that Joe Biden stood up and said what they're saying on this uh, this Republican National Convention? I disagree. Here's why they're lies. Here's why it's not true. Here's why I will be a great president. He hasn't said a word, nor do I think he's going to. Whereas Donald Trump He's the fighter. He's the one that fights back. He's the one that protects himself and his family and the United States of America. I mean, look, the reason Donald Trump got elected in the first place is because he brawled on that stage with his with his Republican uh, counterparts, with Hillary Clinton, with the media. He didn't take crap from anybody. So everybody said, I pretty much trust me and my family and my financial livelihood to this guy. 
Because if he's going to fight like that just to become president, imagine what he's going to do when he gets the job. And now, luckily, we don't have to imagine. We've seen it in action. Joe Biden, on the other hand, if this guy lays low and hides in his basement and doesn't stand up to attacks and doesn't try to defend himself or his family when he's getting brutally, brutally just bullied from the right, if he doesn't do that when he's just trying to become president, why should what makes what makes him think we're going to trust him to do all that when he is president? Joe Biden stands up for nobody. And that's what this RNC is really showing me. I keep watching to see the reaction from the Biden camp, and there isn't any. And that's scary. What's going to be the reaction when Iran tries to start up their nuclear program or uh, when terrorists start trying to sneak into this country through the Mexican border? What's going to be the reaction when Kim Jong-un dies and his younger sister starts firing things up in North Korea? What's going to be Joe Biden's reaction when he's attacked? Because right now, he has none. 855-765-1045-855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. There's more. This convention day two. I'll tell you, Tiffany Trump was great. One of the greatest speeches, one of the most, I think, one of the most awe-inspiring moments was uh, hearing Nick Sandman, the Covington kid, tell his story about what really happened. And one of the coolest things that happened was that he told it on CNN a company that is now paying him millions of dollars because they literally they literally fake news to him almost uh, you know almost uh, to death. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. It's the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. See, our people have never been invited into the American dream. We, for years, fought congressional battles with past congressmen and senators that were part of a broken system that ignored us. That is, until President Trump took office. You know, I knew that President Trump did a lot of stuff. I had no idea how much until this RNC. This whole John Ponder is this guy who was uh, caught by an FBI agent who's now his best friend. His story was incredible. And it was it was almost ridiculous to watch. Even my wife couldn't stomach CNN yesterday when they were talking about this story because Donald Trump pardoned him live during the convention. And Anderson Cooper and Van Jones were like, well, we're glad he got pardoned, but we're sickened by the way he pardoned. It's a cheap stunt. I mean, thank God he pardoned. But you know what? They don't pardon enough people. They just they fight and they they sit there and they just try to twist everything negative. It's really it's really disgusting to watch. And Nick Sandman, uh, who was the Covington um, teenager, the Covington kid, who also spoke at the Lincoln Memorial yesterday. Dad, he really he summed it up. We're going to get to some of that here in just a minute. Uh, we have some more clips from the RNC last night. If you missed it, somebody said somebody on Facebook wrote, Mark K, is it true that Nancy Pelosi went on a drunken rampage the other night? And I'm like, Pro I mean, I would believe it. I haven't heard anything about a Nancy Pelosi drunken rampage, but it wouldn't shock me. Um, I do know that she called I do know that she called um, Republicans enemies of the state or something or enemies of the dom domestic enemies, I think is what she said. Anyway, we'll get we'll get into all of that and more. But as I mentioned before, it is whatever you want Wednesday, which means we're also going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Susie from Middleburg. How are you, Susie? Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Doing great, Susie. What do you want to say today? It's Trump Day. Look at that was very, that was very enthusiastic. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Uh, we really, we really appreciate it. This is Justine. Justine, are you in Paris? Yes. Bonjour. Bonjour. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm fan. Do you speak French? Uh, no, un peu français. Parlez, uh, parlez anglais. <laughs> oui, bien oh, sûr. Oh, good. Let's do that. Uh, how are yeah, you, Justine? I, I talk, I talk uh, many languages, like uh, Melania, Melania Trump. Just like Melania <laughs> Trump, yeah. How many languages? Yes, I, have, how I, many? Know, I know uh, many languages, yes. Uh, all right, great. Justine, it sound, your English is uh, fantastic, by the way. What did you want to say today? Uh, so I'm working. Mm -hmm. I'm working. I work on my, uh, I have business. Okay. My business, yeah. yes. And uh, so uh, I'm a great, great fan, news fan of 
President Trump. Oh, yeah. I follow everything, everything. Absolutely. And, uh, so I love the, the convention, Republican. So yes. you've been watching the convention there in Paris? Yes, yes, on uh, my uh, on my cell phone. Sure. Uh, yes, and uh, also uh, on uh, CNN. But I don't like this uh, channel, no. you know. No, no, yeah, très mal, 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 bad people. Uh, what <laughs> what do you uh, what do you like best so far about the convention? What's been the most in inspirational thing that you've seen there in France? Uh, I loved Kim Kimberly, you know. Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yes, wow. She was great, fantastic, beautiful woman and uh, and also she has big character and uh, so uh, she was uh, she she made the fire, you know? She did make the fire, yeah. She got yes. everybody all fired up. In fact, did you hear about the Kimberly Guilfoyle challenge on Twitter? What? Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I have some clips of that. You, if you think Kimberly Guilfoy was great last night, you're just gonna. Yes, and gonna... Uh, I, uh, I am a fan also of uh, Sean Hannity and uh, so, so many, many, many people. Oh, that's know? great. That's great. Well, listen. <laughs> thank you, Justine, for watching us in France, and thanks for calling in. We really appreciate it. Yes, really, and, and uh, I'd love to uh, to vote for him, but I am not a citizen, you know. Oh, that's okay. We'll, I mean, we'll send I you a mail. We'll send you a mail-in ballot. Just send it in. It'll, it'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> don't don't worry about it, Justine. We'll take care of it. And if I'm ever in France, uh, I'm going to buy you a baguette. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. But that was very stereotypical of me. A baguette? A baguette. I know, you could have said crepe or something. Some fromage. Or an Eiffel Tower souvenir. Vin Rouge. Uh, she probably doesn't want an Eiffel Tower. She's got the actual <laughs> thing right there. Uh, 855-765-1045. I want to talk about this Kimberly Guilfoyle challenge. It's an, it's the best thing I've seen all week. That's coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. By the way, we uh, we just got a call from Paris, France. Justine. We did? We, we. Oh. Uh, we did. And, <laughs> and she loves Donald Trump and the convention. And I asked her, what do you love most about the RNC so far? Here's what she said. Uh, I loved Kim... Kimberly, you know, wow, she was great, fantastic, beautiful woman, and uh, and also she has big character, and uh, so uh, she was, uh, she she made the fire. Yeah, she made the fire. That was night one, which is still being talked about as I think the moment of this convention so far. Kimberly Guilfoyle, former Fox News star, and now she's the chief fundraiser for the uh, Donald Trump campaign, and she came. You remember her making the fire on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream. The best is yet to come. And that not only resonated here in the United States with everybody, but also apparently internationally now. They love her in Paris, France, and, you know, probably all over the world. And Twitter has really embraced this Kimberly Guilfoyle speech because yesterday on Twitter, swear to God, this happened. The Guilfoyle Challenge started trending. <laughs> Hashtag Guilfoyle Challenge. And the first one I saw was this dude, uh, in a, he's in a tank top with his shorts and his like Adidas slides. He's standing in the middle of the street somewhere and he just starts yelling out the Kimberly Guilfoyle speech. And then they pan to get reaction from the crowd. <laughs> this is the Guilfoyle challenge on Twitter. Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> leaders and fighters of the American dream, the best is yet to come. <laughs> People are just staring. I'm like, what, bro? What is happening? What is happening? And then it started to take off. Like, ever then there's a, then there's all kinds of people doing this. Old dude jumped into it. Ladies and Gentiles, <laughs> deflectors of the American dream, the best is yet to come. By the way, that guy's like 90 years old. And he's wearing a kiss shirt, which makes it really, that makes it really great. This one's one of my favorites. This guy here, where is this guy? Oh, this guy scared his kids with it. He walks in like his kids are hanging out on the sofa playing Xbox, whatever, and he walks in to scare them. Listen to this. This is such a dad thing to do. Hey, Mags. Ladies and 
right there. That's going to be, if I can get Alexa to set that as my alarm, like, how great that would, and that was. To I mean, your alarm? You just oh wake God. up to, ladies and gentlemen. I want my kids, like, at 6 o'clock in the morning, I want Alexa to start screaming Kimberly Gilmore. That'd be Gilmore. terrifying. Would that be, I mean, what are you talking about? That, that would do the trick. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. <laughs> Swear to God, I'm up. Leaders and fighters. I know, I know, I got school. Uh, I mean, but it, it just went on. Here's one, like, she put a filter on herself. She's kind of creepy. Look, she's got the black lipstick and the weird filter. The best is yet to come. <laughs> also highly entertaining. I don't know what it is. Oh, this woman. Oh I, okay, so this one I don't quite understand. This woman decided to eat marshmallows <laughs> while she was doing it. She wanted uh, to. Look, she's stuffing marshmallows. That's a thing, right? There's a game. I guess. Like Fluffy she's... Bunny, I think it's called. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Leaders and fighters of the American dream. I think she just wanted to eat marshmallows. <laughs> she's just shoving marshmallows in her. The best is yet to come. Does she know you're supposed to keep them in your mouth? She's she's, she's doing chewing wrong, the yeah. marshmallows, swallowing it, <laughs> and then yelling. She's like, "I'm gonna eat some marshmallows she in between takes." No, you're supposed to. You're just supposed to put the, as many marshmallows in your mouth. But you know, whatever. You can't. And then this guy, this guy is some radio guy too. He did a pretty good one. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters of the American dream. about it man he was like super thrilled and then of course you got oh, somebody gosh. this person went full kim guilfoyle Gil got the, the this is a dude by the way got a red dress on got the black wig got the red lipstick got the you know green screened himself with some american flags listen to this one ladies and gentlemen who are hard of hearing speech writers that only use So people really, I mean, it's, it's people really getting creative. It definitely resonated with uh, with the with the United States. I'm gonna, I'm put literally the next T-shirt in the store is gonna be the best is yet to come in all caps. We're gonna we're gonna work on that right now. By the time you by the time you see this video on Facebook, we will have that T-shirt in the uh, Marquee shop. I guaranteed. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Edna's in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. How you doing, Edna? Hi, how are you? It's rather it's Etta. Oh, it's Etta. Sorry. Hi, Etta. How are you? Good. I just wanted to say politicians fight so stupidly. If you're going to say something you want to be worthwhile, if you're going to fight, you may as well just fight in a good way. I'm telling you what's going to happen in the debate is that Donald Trump's going to tell Joe Biden, well, what are you going to do with this and this? And Joe Biden's going to be like, you're a dog-faced pig. And then they're just going to go on and on and on the whole entire time. And then we'll have a lot of gaps to listen to. That's but a, you realize, you remember you, oh, yeah, go the ahead. rioting in Crown Heights? Do I remember the uh, rioting? The in Crown Heights, like years ago. Okay, let's say I do, yeah. So where was Joe Biden then? Why is he all of a sudden now being so worried about... My dad was literally uh, Al Sharpton, the dude who did George Floyd's his speech at his funeral. Oh, yeah, we all know Al Sharpton, he, sure. He, killed, he tried to kill my father. He tried to kill your father? Yes. During the uh, New York rioting, my father and my grandfather were in the car, and Al Sharpton and uh, all, his, all the people in the riot started charging towards his car, and he said, kill the Jews, kill the Jews. And my... And my grandfather just plowed through there, but he, it was terrifying for them. Right? Oh, my father was very little. Edna, no, that's, that does sound horrifying. That is cr Well, hopefully everyone's all right now. Hey, wow, that is that's a crazy story. That took a turn. That really, that really did. <laughs> that call got dark quickly. It really did. Man, Edna, I'm sorry to hear that. Or Edna, pardon me, I'm sorry to hear that. Edna, both of you. Uh, Al Sharpton used to bank at my bank, but he never tried to he never tried to attack me at all. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 is our number. 855-765. It's whatever you want Wednesday, by the way, folks. We told you. You know, you got to be prepared for pretty much anything. Uh, this is Ben in Northwestern Ohio. How you doing, Ben? Good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say, sir? Um, I wonder if you've seen on Facebook, uh, Don Jr. has uh, posted a meme just the other day about paraphrasing words from Kamala Harris, talking about how she thinks that Joe Biden will unify the country. And Don Jr. replied with, 
he can't even unify words to make a complete sentence. So how is he going to unify the country? I'll tell you, that Don Jr., man, he is a meme machine. If you I want... would love to see Don Jr. and Caleb McEnany on 2024 ticket. Oh, that'd be, that'd be a fantastic... Wait, who's, who's the top of the ticket? Because... I guess Don Jr. Oh. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. I'll tell you, if you want a good political meme, that is the place to go. Don Jr. on Instagram. He's got them all. In fact, somebody had a meme. It was a photo of Kermit the Frog doing lines of blow. And they said, okay, <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, so <laughs> during the first day night of the convention, apparently everyone said Don Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle, they were like, they were high on coke, apparently. That was the rumor going around Twitter because of the screaming and the yelling. And the, uh, he had eyes, crazy eyes or right. something. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, so someone posted a photo of Kermit the Frog doing lines of cocaine with a rolled up dollar bill. <laughs> and it said something like Don Jr. backstage. And instead of, like, you know, ignoring it or whatever, Don Jr. retweeted it and wrote, you must have me confused with Hunter Biden. <laughs> and so, it, I mean, it goes back and forth. But any political meme you want, that's where I get all my all my political memes is the Don Jr. account. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. This is the most whatever you want Wednesday edition of whatever you want Wednesday so far. If you want to give us a call, talk about whatever you want. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Marquee Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Marquee Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Hey, Mags. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters of the American dream, the best is yet to come. I mean, look, if it gets the kids off the couch, right? 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. James in Jacksonville. How are you, James? Thanks so much uh, for calling the Marque Show. I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Doing great. What did you want to say today, James? So over the weekend, I was on Facebook, and I ran into one of your videos um, regarding a guy named James. I'm not sure if you remember who he was, but he was talking about BLM and black on black crime. Yeah. And he was very passionate about that. James calls our show a so lot. I yeah. Ran into the, yeah, so I kind of ran into that, and, you know, I'm sure almost 80 to 90% of the country feels that way. Um but really, the second point that I want to kind of get across is Melania Trump in her speech last night. I thought she was very, very well. She did very good. But um, obviously, this morning, there were some tweets and things that were put out about her, you know, as far as immigration and things like that. She shouldn't be here, etc. I was just wondering if you've seen any of those tweets and if they do have any merit to them. Yeah, the big story. Here's the thing. The big story uh, coming out of Melania's speech. It, first of all, she did a fantastic job. And, you know, we all know English right. is not like me. English is not her first language. She's from another country and she speaks actually five or six languages. We're still trying to get verification on that. But she came out and she did a fantastic job, talked about her husband, uh, talked about, you know, what we need to do to bring the country back together. Um, it was it was really awe inspiring. And I think overall she got high praise from most people, from most people. Uh, here's a little here's a little segment if you missed it. We know it was you who elected him to be commander-in-chief. And we know it is you who will carry us through again. Yeah, look at that. I mean, she's speaking about her husband, and she's talking to the country, and she's saying that, you know, she understands what we need. We must remember that today we are all one community comprised of many races, religions, and ethnicities. Our diverse and storied history is what makes our country strong. Right. And Bette Midler is probably the uh, – Bette Midler went on Twitter during the speech, and she just basically started to – I mean, she just started to rip Melania to shreds. And the one tweet she tweeted out, which really drew the most ire and the most fire, was she wrote in the middle of the speech, Oh, God, she still can't speak English. And that was it, man. Everybody – 
everybody started flipping out on her. Piers Morgan, oh, God, Bette Midler's a racist. Uh, you know, Ross Kaminsky, how many languages do you speak, Bet Melania speaks Slovenia, English, French, Italian, and German. Uh, you know, there, I mean, tons of people. Uh, Mary Margaret Olihan, are you actually mocking an immigrant who became the first lady of the United States for her accent? This is literally the American dream. This is literally what the left heralds is immigrants coming to this country and making something out of themselves. And Bette Midler is proving that everything that the left stands for is just flushed down the toilet when you become a Republican. If you're the Republican immigrant wife of a uh, of the president, then then it's all bets are off. Then you can just rip these people to shreds and defame them on Twitter. And 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 people were like, Bette Midler, what happened to you? I'm going to be honest with you. Bette Midler, in my personal experience, was always a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad person. Bette Midler has never, in my humble opinion, been good. I'd be like, period, to humanity, to her fit, to any. I, when, uh, when 9-11 happened, I was working in Washington, D.C., hosting a morning show there. And they put together, right after 9-11, they put together this concert for America at RFK Stadium. And it was huge. I mean, it was like 100,000 people showed up. And P. Diddy performed. And Michael Jackson performed. And uh, Aerosmith was there. And, you know, I mean, in every big name, I think America, the band showed up. And Bette Midler was also there. And I got invited to come and introduce one of the acts. I think I introduced MC Hammer. It was either MC Hammer or uh, or Carol King. I'm not sure. It was what it was a widespread swath of performers. So I go up there and I'm standing backstage, and we're about to go out and we're about to introduce the next act. And Bette Midler is going to go on. Maybe we interview. Maybe oh, you know what? It must have been Bette Midler because she was standing there. So my job is to go out there and introduce Bette Midler. And she's standing maybe five feet away from me backstage. And she's got her eyes closed and she's like going, who is that? Doing like her warm up exercises or whatever. And some woman walks up with a little girl, like maybe, maybe 12 years old, maybe 11 or 12 years old, walks up and says, excuse me, Miss Midler, can my daughter say hi? She's a huge fan. And I swear to God, swear to God, Bette Midler spins around in the middle of her exercises and literally lets loose on this woman for interrupting her. And she starts screaming, no, no, not right now. I'm, kid, I'm, I'm about to perform. Not right now. No. And li and the little girl is terrified and the woman is mortified. And they look at me and I look at them and I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? And they they she shuffles her daughter off. And I'm thinking to myself, well, <laughs> that little girl not only no longer likes Bette Midler, but now is scared stiff of her. And then Bette Midler went on the stage, performed her thing. And uh, and left. But I mean, that was the uh, that was the one and only personal interaction I've had with Bette Midler. And it was probably it was probably the most terrifying and most horrible celebrity interaction I've ever had. And that story is stuck. Man, it's been, what, 20 years. And that's the that's literally the one thing I remember from that entire experience. So when I woke up today and saw Bette Midler saying these terrible racist things about the first lady who really everybody on the right and the left should be heralding. As a true American success story, I mean, I wasn't, you may be shocked, I was, I'd be surprised if she wasn't doing it. Let's just put it that way. 855-765-1045. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Jimmy in Missouri. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing good. How about you, Mark? Oh, doing great, man. What'd you want to say today, Jimmy? Oh, God. Herschel Walker, Air Trump, uh, everyone in the Trump family, that, those RNC speeches were Oh, they sent chills down my spine. You know, the other thing you have to think about is when you look at all these Trump kids, right? You've got Eric, you've got Don Jr., you've got Tiffany, you've got, I mean, Barron coming up the wire. When you look at all these Trump kids and you go out there and you see that they're all successful, they're all well-spoken, they're all educated, none of them is off the rails, you know? I mean, you see, you think about that and you go, wow, this family, this guy, from what you've heard, businessman, building companies, TV star, multiple marriages, multiple divorces, but for whatever reason, he's managed to keep his kids together and keep them strong and sane and successful. And that says something about the character of a person. So, sure, there's things about Donald Trump's character I'm sure people don't like. I'm sure they disagree with. But when you look at what he's been able to do as a father, I mean, that is an incredible feat. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855 1045 is our number. All right, we got to, uh, we got to, we probably we can't squeeze another call. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, uh, we got traffic weather news. I want to talk about this Nick Sandman audio, too, because this kid, I believe, was one of the highlights of the convention. 
And you're not hearing a lot about him in the mainstream media today for a couple reasons. For a, I'll tell you exactly why the Nick Sandman speech from the RNC yesterday is being buried by every major news outlet. You probably know, but if you don't, it's a great story. We'll tell you all about that here in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. And uh, if you want to get through, you can also leave us an open mic message. We've got a bunch of those we got to get to. It's been, been a busy day so far, man. Calls from all over the country. And uh, we just had to talk a little bit about Bette Midler. Something else I want to talk about real quick before we get back to the phones is uh, from the RNC last night. It's Nick Sandman, the Covington kid, the one with the red hat who was standing in front of the uh, the uh, American Indian beating the drum. And then the media just exploded on him and basically tried to ruin his his life and uh and then he came back and and we found out that it was all it was all just fake news basically it was it was a media scam it was a way to make donald trump supporters look mean and vindictive and racist when in reality the reality of that photo and that video was 100 percent opposite it was not him who was the aggressor it was not the covington kid with the red hat who was the aggressor but it was the uh it was the protesters on the other side that were trying to that were trying to uh, create a media event where one didn't have would never happen. I'm sorry, tried to create a negative media event where one uh, didn't exist. And I don't want to play the whole thing's like four minutes. If you have time later today, I would Google it and just watch this kid's entire story. Because when you see this young man discuss what happened to him because of the protesters and because of the media, really, it's I mean, it, it is it is something that is truly eye opening. We'll play. Here's some of it. Here he is uh, talking yesterday in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Let me hit play so you can actually hear it. Good evening, everyone. My name is Nick Samman, and I'm the teenager who was defamed by the media after an encounter with a group of protesters on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial last year. Yeah, we all remember that. In 2019, I attended the March for Life in Washington, D.C., where I demonstrated in defense of the unborn. Later that day, I bought a Make America Great Again hat because our president, Donald Trump, has distinguished himself as one of the most pro-life presidents in the history of our country. And I wanted to express my support for him, too. All right. So stop right there. This kid goes as part of a church. He's part of a Catholic school group. It's a pro-life rally in Washington, D.C. He's walking around. And if you haven't been to D.C. in the last three years, there is a vendor on every corner selling Make America Great Again hats. And they're huge with tourists. They're huge with people who come to protest. Everybody's walking around wearing these red hats. It's very popular. And this kid's like, wow, I'm here. I'm feeling the spirit. I'm being, taking part in my democracy. It's exciting. I, I approve of what Donald Trump has been doing. I'm going to buy this hat so that I can show my appreciation for the president. Looking back now, how could I possibly imagine that the simple act of putting on that red hat would unleash hate from the left? and make myself the target of network and cable news networks nationwide. Think about how poignant that is. The simple act of putting on a red hat would make myself the target of leftist groups and media networks, major media conglomerates, billion-dollar companies targeting this one kid who put a $20 red hat on his head when he was hanging out with his church friends. In Washington, D.C. Think about what that says about the world we live in today. Here's what he said next. My classmates and I visited the Lincoln Memorial. I found myself face to face with Nathan Phillips and other professional protesters looking to turn me into the latest poster child showing why Trump is bad. While the media portrayed me as an aggressor with a relentless smirk on my face. Oh, that was the media portrayal. You remember, and everyone remembers that picture. I mean, it was everywhere. Bill Maher was talking about it. The, the Daily Show was talking about it. Don Lemon said he wanted to punch him in the face. Or I know somebody, one of them was like, we need to punch this kid right in the face. It was, it was disgusting what they were saying about this kid. And all he was doing was standing there with his red hat, smiling at this Native American who was beating a drum. But the media took the image and created the story. And what they're supposed to do is find out what the story is and relay it through images. 
It doesn't work that way in today's media. Their narrative is Donald Trump is bad. His supporters are racists. Here's a kid in a red hat. He's white. This is an American Indian. He looks like he's smirking at him. We should, you know what we should do? We should create a narrative that's going to make Donald Trump and his base look terrible. And that's exactly what they did. But it backfired. Before I knew what was happening, it was over. One of Mr. Phillips' fellow agitators yelled out, We got him. It's all right here on video. And we won, Grandpa. What I thought was a strange encounter quickly developed into a major news story complete with video footage. My life changed forever in that one moment. Yeah, basically, I mean, he got... He got to witness something that is very commonplace in American society, and that is the creation of false narratives by news companies. These cable networks, and I tell you, when you have a 24-hour cable news network like CNN, it's very there's not enough news for 24 hours worth of live news report. There's not enough. So once you once you run out of real news, like you know, oh the hurricanes are coming, or oh the Donald Trump uh, signed this order. After you come up, after you report the real news for like 30, 40 minutes, you've got another 23 hours that you have to fill with content. And if you don't have enough news and there's uh, there's other news networks where people are, are clicking to to get information, then you start creating narratives where they don't exist. And what Nick Sandman saw and what he was a part of was the creation of news by this uh, by this agitator, by this protester and his grandson. The full war machine of the mainstream media revved up into attack mode. They did so without researching the full video of the incident, without ever investigating Mr. Phillips' motives, or without ever asking me for my side of the story. Man, I'll tell you what, does that not sound like the MO of the Democrat Party? I mean, how look at the Ukraine story. They didn't even they 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 revved up their attack machine and they did it without investigating the full video. They did it without getting into the background of Mr. Phillips. They did it without even talking to me. How many times do we see this in Congress? How many times did we see it in the Obama White House? How many times do we see it every single day in the media? They just jump to conclusions. They create the tale that they want you to hear, not the actual truth. And here's a kid who witnessed it firsthand. Canceled is what's happening to people around this country who refuse to be silenced by the far left. Many are being fired, humiliated, or even threatened. And often, the media is a willing participant. But I would not be canceled. Ah, he would not be canceled. He stood up to the media. And he's saying that we need to vote for Donald Trump because Donald Trump is just like him. Donald, I mean, think about this. Here's a kid who sees the president as a proponent for life, as an anti-abortion advocate, as someone who shares his actual moral values and religious beliefs. And as someone who is out there protecting the unborn, something as a Catholic student, he's taught day in and day out he should be doing. And in support of that president, he puts on this red cap. And all of a sudden, he they're trying to cancel him. But not just not just Twitter, not just some troll on, on Snapchat or Facebook. The actual, like CNN, the Washington Post, every major media outlet is trying to cancel this teenage kid because he's he bought a red hat and put it on his head. And in the end, he did exactly what Donald Trump did. He refused to be canceled. He refused. He refused to let the media take him down, and he fought back. I believe we must all embrace our First Amendment rights and not hide in fear of the media or from the tech companies or from the outrage mob either. This is worth fighting for. This is worth voting for. And this is what Donald Trump stands for. And this, to me, was one of the best moments and best speeches in the RNC so far. And you're not going to see it today on CNN. You're not going to see it in the Washington Post. You're not going to see it on any of the major news networks. You know why? Because Nick Sandman fought back and won. He sued CNN, the Washington Post, like five other news networks, Gannett, another one. He sued all of these companies for $275 million, settled with CNN, settled with the Washington Post, is in the process of settling with more of these organizations that falsely reported what happened. And now he's on CNN. This is the brilliant part. This was the best part of the convention. Nick Sandman, who sued CNN and is getting paid millions of dollars by CNN because of the fake news they reported about him, is back on the RNC Live on CNN talking about how much they lied about him. That is 
justice. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your calls. More whatever you want Wednesday. Coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. National Lemon Meringue Pie Day. Pie. I want pie. I didn't know that. I knew it was National Dog Day. Now that I have dogs, I had to post a photo about that. That's what I'm, apparently when you have dogs, you're um, you're contractually obligated to post photos of yep. them on National Dog That's Day. That's the rule, yeah. So I did that earlier today. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Lisa in Montreal, Canada. Very international show today. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I well, how are you? Oh, doing great. You uh, you know a little bit about this Nick Sandeman story, right? I know a lot about it. Uh, when it broke, I was in the middle of uh, completing, actually, my last semester in a graduate degree in journalism here in Montreal. Oh, wow. And so that story broke, and I was just doing, it was great timing, a course in law and ethics in journalism. Oh. Now, it was, dif- it was difficult enough for me to be a conservative in a liberal environment, sure. academia, as you know. But my professor was a former CBC employee, so he worked for the state media. I knew what his political leanings were, but... He never really showed them. He was one of the few who really didn't show them. So I did not only a paper on how the media breached ethics by um, by not covering a story accurately, but I did a group presentation on Nick Sandman, and it was it was just after the Washington Post had been served with the lawsuit. Right. So we did our presentation. I do the timeline of what happened because I knew this story cold, and we presented how the ethics were, were breached with media, and then we talked about the lawsuit. So one of the comments from our professor was, you know, very interesting. Definitely the media went overboard, but that lawsuit's not going anywhere. It has no merit. <laughs> I so wish, because oh. since then, Washington Post has settled, CNN has settled, yeah. and I'll bet there are a lot more in the pipeline that are coming down. So I kind of wish I could let my professor know, but I'm not going to rub it in his face. No, I got an A, by the way. An A? Oh, that's good. Everyone in Canada gets an A, eh? Right? A, A? Yeah, right, A, you know, A. Hey, thank, thanks so much for calling. <laughs> Lisa, I appreciate that, and congratulations, too. And but yeah, for those of you that don't know, in Canada, they have the CBC, which is a Canadian broadcasting company, and it is state-run. It's like PBS, but, I mean, really, like they almost broadcast it from the prime minister's basement. Uh, much like Joe Biden runs his campaign. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Wilhelm in Missouri. Hi, Wilhelm. How are you? Hi. Um, um, I send you a video on Marianne Trump. Donald Trump lies and lies and lies every day. Donald Trump. The kind of president that we have, we do not need in the White House. He lies and lies every day. Look what he done to the kids. What kids? In the Mexico border. The kids in the Mexico border. What kids on the Mexico border? The cage. The cage? The cage? He done. Yeah. He, he put them in the You know who actually put them in the You know who put the cages there and put the kids in them? Donald Trump did. No, <laughs> and, no that's, and, it was Barack and, Obama, and, actually. Well, well, no, what, Barack Obama. What, what Barack lies? Obama did not do that. No, he did, actually. What lies will No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I mean, you can say it's true, but it doesn't it, mean that it's true. It, like, you could tell me the sky's purple, but it's actually blue. What, uh. If you go, if well, you go to Marianne Trump. Right. I'll send you a recording. Yeah, so no, I've seen it. And, Wilhelm, let me ask you a question. And, what well let me ask you a question. What's one thing that Donald Trump has lied about? He did nothing. He's against he he made a bad remark on Joe Biden's running mate. What did he that, say? That kinda he said something about Carmel Harris. Well what was it? Democrat. Not not something. You have to uh, you have to give me a specific lie that the you can't call in here and say president lies, 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 and not tell me one lie that you think the president is guilty of, of telling. Tell me one. Just one lie. He lied every day. <laughs> every and he tweets 
and 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 the he game tweets. That he, what I, I get yeah. it. I tweet too, but that doesn't make me a bad person. What Wilhelm? Before, listen, we got to take a break. We have thirty seconds. Can you just humor me? Tell me one lie that Donald Trump has told. He lied. He said, "Oh, lock her up, lock Hillary up." That's lie right there. How is that a lie? Yeah. That's basically that's an opinion. Hey, that's an opinion. I think you we should lock her up. I, hang on uh, one second. Hang on one second, Wilhelm. We're gonna. <laughs> Tell me one lie. He lies every day. Okay. That's Democrats from Missouri right there. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show coming up. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Marquee Show from Washington, D.C. Welcome to the 2020 Republican National Convention. Tonight, celebrating America as the land of promise. Americans have a choice. We can go down a dark road of chaos and government control, or we can choose the path of freedom and opportunity that was paved by those who sacrificed everything to preserve the American dream for future generations. My hope for America is that formerly incarcerated people will be afforded the opportunity to take advantage of the fact that we live in a nation of second chances. I'm supporting President Trump because he believes, as I do, that a strong America cannot fight endless wars. We must continue to support our Commander-in-Chief, who has a bold agenda that safeguards the rights and freedoms protected under our Constitution. Do you want economic health, prosperity, opportunity, and optimism? Or do you want to turn back to the dark days of stagnation, recession, and pessimism? They believe the only path forward is to erase history and forget the past. They want to destroy the monuments of our forefathers. They want to disrespect our flag, burn the stars and stripes that represent patriotism. The fabric of our nation is in peril. Daily, the radical left systematically chisels away at the freedoms we cherish. This is a fight for freedom versus oppression, for opportunity versus stagnation, a fight to keep America true to America. President Trump is the first president in a generation to seek to end war rather than start one. He's a tough, no-nonsense outsider who can't be bought or intimidated. My father will fight for you. It is in times like this that we will look back and tell our grandchildren that through kindness and compassion, strength and determination, we were able to restore the promise of our future. In America, your life is yours to chart. So if you're hearing these things and thinking to yourself, that is the kind of country that I want to live in. Well, whether you realize it or not, you are a Trump supporter. The country, when Tiffany Trump said, whether you realize it or not, you are a Trump supporter. And I think after this RNC and I think after what people are seeing and learning and listening to and understanding about the president and what he does, I think that more and more people are realizing, you know what, I am a Trump supporter. And when you see one of the things that I thought was great about last night's RNC was when uh, they told the story of John Ponder, who was in prison. And while he was laying in his cell, came up with this idea to help prisoners get back on their feet and reacclimate themselves to society. It was almost like a program. It's a it's a program where you go and they and they teach you how to reenter society and become, you know, and, and contribute to society and not, uh, you know, not be recidivist. And what happened was he created this whole school like with an actual graduation caps and gowns and diplomas. And every time they have a class graduate, they have the whole ceremony. And, and the president brought him to the White House for a uh, for a Rose Garden ceremony on the National Day of Prayer. And he told him, look, I'm going to come to one of your graduations in Nevada. And sure enough, a few months later, he was there. And, and the guy said what the president did was not only speak to every single one of these former inmates, these convicts, not just speak to them, but shake their hand and give them their diploma. And I mean, just think about it. imagine you were in prison. You're now out of prison. You go to this this place to learn how to reenter society and be with your family again and get a job and obey the laws. You do all you do all of that. And then the president of the United States shows up at your graduation, hands you your diploma, shakes your hand, says, I'm proud of you. Best of luck. You know, God bless you. I mean, 
Come on, who like come on, who does that? What presidents do that? Barack Obama never did that. Joe Biden, Joe Biden sure as hell wouldn't do that. Joe Biden would be petrified to get coronavirus. Joe Biden would Joe Biden doesn't even leave his house. He wears a mask everywhere. He wouldn't shake anybody's hand. He's following the science or whatever that means. This is what makes a true leader. Somebody who goes out and tells every single American, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what color your skin in is, doesn't matter what what your sex is or your national heritage or orange origin, doesn't matter who your parents are, doesn't matter how much money you may or may not have, doesn't matter if six months ago you were in prison for committing a crime, it's America, you get a second chance. And the president of the United States, as long as it's Donald Trump, is going to be there telling you, congrats, we're proud of you, we got your back, you can do this. I mean, it is truly I couldn't imagine ever being in a position where and who also the president of the United States is a busy guy. Imagine taking the time to do that. And it's not just that story. It's countless stories over and over again of the president listening to people and saying, we're going to fix that and actually doing it. This lobsterman, this guy, this lobster fisherman, who ever thought that that Donald Trump would take five minutes out of his day to think about lobster fishermen in in Maine? But this guy who's a lobster fisherman, he goes in, he goes up there and he's like, look, we had a problem with the EPA or we had a problem with the environmentalists. Uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden put forth this restrictive measure that, look, we were we are conservationists. If we don't conserve the lobster in Maine, we are putting ourselves out of work. We know what to do. But they put forth this restriction. And Donald Trump came in day one, said, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to revoke it and did. Donald Trump in Iowa. You know, he under their dairy farmers in Wisconsin, the dairy farmers in Wisconsin were like, look, we were getting pummeled with tariffs. We were we, we needed to make sure that there was someone there helping us. And Donald Trump helped the farmers. He helped the ranchers. He helped everybody. He helped businesses. They talked about I mean, they talked about when GM was closing their plant and Donald Trump came in and said, oh, no, you're not. I mean, all, over and over again, there are stories about the president taking a personal interest. That's how you win elections. That's how you that's how you lead a people. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Albert in Tampa. How you doing, Albert? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Oh, uh, hey, how are you, man? I love you, and I think you are hilarious. Oh, well, I appreciate both of those. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, what do you want to say today, Albert? Well, I just wanted to get your opinion on what um, if you think before or after Trump gets reelected, hopefully, um, to, to 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 just to get your uh, your outlook on when do you think this mask uh, stuff is going to stop? Because it's ridiculous. My blood pressure boils so high when I leave the house and see everyone in their cars mowing their grass. You know, with the little kids now with the mask on, it just drives me nuts. And I'm just wondering when you think it's all going to end with the mask. Maybe. Well, I'll tell you what, Albert, I think it depends on where you live. I don't know what Tampa's like these days, but here in Jacksonville, I think as soon as it, here in Florida, we're going to be we've got a we've got a great governor. We've got a great plan in place. We have pretty decent mayors all around the state. And I think that you're going to see this mask mandate slowly filter away by the end of the year. Specifically, I mean. I believe this vaccine is coming before the election. If I know you want to talk about an October surprise, surprise, we have a vaccine, trick or treat, here you go. That's going to be something that I believe is going to pop up. There's going to be some kind of science that is going to be great news for everybody. But already we're seeing the death rate come down. We're seeing the the uh, the rate of um, you know uh, positive cases here in Florida plummet. I mean, Duval County, we, I think we had like 14 positive cases last week. I mean, it's or yesterday, whatever. It's ridiculous how 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 much it's coming down and how quickly it's coming down. And I think what you're going to see here in Florida is the mask mandate uh, go away. Businesses start opening up gyms again in September. I see are already starting to reopen and, and things like that in New York. They've already the CDC already said, hey, you can lift your quarantine. But the governor of New York said we are not lifting our quarantine. We are not allowing visitors into the state. They're still they're remaining on lockdown. For no good reason other than the fact that Governor Cuomo wants the people of New York to suffer so that he can blame it on the president. When really, it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. And I think in the end, what's going to happen is it's going to harm. Remember, this is not Joe Biden's America. We don't have a national mask mandate. It's state by state. Donald Trump respects the hierarchy of the United States. He understands he's the leader of the federal government, but he is second to individual state governments. And the federal government is only there to step in when the state government can't or won't or refuses to do their job. And so far, we've had to step in very few places. 
we should probably step in in Wisconsin, but we'll see what's happening there. Uh, so it depends on where you live. You're in Florida. I think you're in good shape. If you were in, if you were in Illinois, for example, or Michigan, I don't know. You might be wearing masks well into 2022. Hey, thanks so much for the call. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show. More of whatever you want Wednesday coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app, and he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is Mark K. Uh, I'm sorry. This is the Mark K Show. Actually, both are right. Yeah, you're both right. Yeah, I'm yeah. right both times. 855-765-104. What a great... This has been, I think, one of the best whatever you want Wednesdays we've ever had. We've had calls from France. We've had calls from Canada. We had, a, we had Willem call in from Missouri to talk about Trump lying again, which is he's a, he's a fan favorite. Uh, we've had all sorts of we had some we had someone call in from Ponte Vedra and say that Al Sharpton tried to kill <laughs> their father. That came out of what nowhere. Is, I mean, really? Yeah, it's been, I've never like when we walk in here on whatever you want Wednesday, we really have no idea what to expect. And uh, and you guys delivered today. So thank you so My much. My favorite is still the Guilfoyle challenge, though. Oh, yeah, the that's been the highlight of my Wednesday. Has it really? Oh man! Oh, right. that was. Uh, I mean, that's my cheeks are still hurting. I mean, who definitely doesn't love a dad walking into the living room <laughs> and trying to scare the pants hey, off Karen. of their kids? Karen. Well, try it was Megs. Hey, Megs. I think it was Megs. Hang on, let's see. Have to wait. Hey, Megs. Yeah, Megs. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> leaders and fighters of the American oh my dream. God, yeah, it holds up. Yeah. The best. Is yet to come. I mean, it, it like Ugh. it just it never gets it never gets old. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Kathy in Saint Augustine, how are you, Kathy? Doing all right, thank you. Absolutely. Oh, good, good to hear. What do you want to say uh, today, Kathy? Well, I um, live in a divided household. We are registered with two different parties. Oh no. So on the. Um, uh, primary election, of course, I got my sample ballot, like yep. I always do. Okay. My husband got an unrequested absentee ballot, oh. a live ballot. Um, when we went into early vote, they asked him, didn't you get your absentee ballot? And he said, well, I said yes. He didn't even realize he had. Right. And they said, well, tear it up. And then um, I asked them, I said, well, we didn't request absentee ballots. Why did he get that? And they told us, told me that we were, I was mistaken. He had to have requested it. Did he um, request since, it? No. Hmm. Since then, I have found two other people who got absentee ballots that they never requested. So you're saying if you're a registered Democrat, you're just getting absentee ballots in the mail, whether you request them or not? Uh, I don't know about any every registered Democrat in St. Johns County, but I know of three. You know of three. Um, one of them is the guy you're married to. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, Kathy, my first question for you is, how the heck did you get yourself married to a Democrat? Oh, I come from a long history of divided families. Oh, okay, perfect. But, yeah, I went to and, Florida. He went to Florida State. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole big thing. Hey, look, well, that is, you know, and I, we're hearing a lot of stories about um, that similar things happening. So we'll see. That's interesting. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is uh, Lisa in Saint Augustine. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hey, Mark, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, great, Lisa. You didn't get any uh, unsolicited. Well, no, you wouldn't. You're not. I know. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to say today, Lisa? <laughs> hey, uh, I just wanted to call about the Covington kid, um, fan man. Yeah. Um, uh, this morning I opened up my news, and the CNN morons, there's two of them that said two things. I don't know if everybody saw this or whatever. One said, I watched your speech tonight, Sandman, with an open mind, thinking I might hear something that you would convince me of your position, that you were an innocent victim of a cruel media. I was disappointed, but not surprised, he said. And then another one's like, um... Another one is like, I'm watching tonight because it's important, but don't ha I don't have to watch this snot-nosed, entitled kid from Kentucky. It was two CNN guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Are they, what morons? I mean, they, they, maybe they didn't get the memo, but I guarantee probably somewhere someone today is drafting uh, you know, some kind of language or sending out an email to all staff saying, hey, by the way, please do not disparage Nick Sandman. We don't want to write him an even bigger check. 
than we've already written. 855-765-1045. Listen, we're probably going to have to wrap it up because uh, Jeremy Radliff's in here giving me the evil eye. And uh, that means traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh is coming up next. Now, listen, there's a, a night three tonight for the RNC features some more big speakers, including Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, he'll be speaking tonight. That's something definitely to look forward to. And then tomorrow, the main event, Donald Trump gives his full acceptance speech for the 2020 nomination for president. Uh, 855-765-1045. Tomorrow, we're going to do, we'll do another edition of What the Bleep. And last week, we did the DNC edition, all DNC edition. Maybe this week, we'll do an all RNC edition. That should be a lot of fun, so uh, so stay tuned for that. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, like I said, coming up right after this on 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401K, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.